Welcome to another great edition of Talking Tigs. Welcome to the other side of 200 for those of you that have been with us for all this time. Thank you. Uh, congratulations. Uh, we're part of history today. Uh, we're at episode 201 here on Talking Tigs, and we got a lot of stuff to get into, actually. Uh, I know the Tigers just won the College World Series, and we we kind of took a week off, but there's you know a lot has transpired since then. A lot is coming up on the horizon. So we're going to get into all that. Uh, but before we do, as we always do, wanted to check in with the co-host. Uh, I'm Scott Gerard. Uh, joining me as always, by the way, is Tommy Johnson and Daniel Zollinger. So I want to check in with you guys first and foremost. Good to be with you. It was a, nice to have a bye week, but good to be back with you. Got a lot to get into, but, um, you know, just curious how you guys, uh, you know, how was your bye, how was your bye week? What did you do? Yeah, uh, good to be with you too, Scott. Uh, back again. We're on this, like we talked about last week. We're on summer hours, so uh, taking a bye week, nice, you know, a nice uh, little respite. A uh, little bit of a slower news time for LSU as well. Um, but like you said, we got SEC media days coming this week. So uh, I mean, like like I said on the last podcast, before you know it, it's football season, and uh, I'm ready for it. Yeah, had a good week, a little bit of a break. I uh, watched the Wimbledon men's finals this morning. That was exciting. Uh, maybe not the traditional sport that we talk about with the tennis, but we had, there is LSU adjacent news with that, which we might cover for a brief second. Yeah, I got uh, you. Yeah, so that, I got you. That, that was good. <laughs> and yeah, had, had a nice little time off. So we're in the thick of summer now, which uh, LSU football just tweeted out that we got seven weeks uh, until the, the season. So the countdown is is underway. Yeah, I would beg to differ. I would say as soon as the fall camp starts, that's that's when we're in the season, baby. Uh, yep. We're going to be getting some news. We're going to get some reports. You know, there's reporters that are going to have access like they didn't have before under Brian Kelly, which, you know, we kind of saw last year. I would expect it again this year. Uh, but before we get into all that, yeah, man, we got um, some some leftover baseball news to cover. Tigers hit the draft pretty hard. Uh, going one and two, of course, Paul Skeens going first to the Pirates, Dylan Cruz going second to the Nationals, and everything else just kind of fall in line after that. The Tigers actually got the um, 13 total, which was the most in school in SEC history, third in NCAA history in one draft. Um, we can get into all that, but uh, just a good draft overall for the Tigers. We, we were kind of wondering how the top three would go well now we know it's kind of how we probably could have expected or at least half of us the half of us that thought Paul Skeens would go first and Dylan Cruz would go second um it was interesting though because I think third was this guy out of high school Max somebody we'll, we'll get into that too but um yeah man uh just a great draft you know you got to feel excited for the players that were drafted I mean, there was a lot of Tigers that were drafted, obviously 13, but not all are going to accept those uh, drafts. Some are going to come back, so we can get into that as well, because some of them include some of our high school recruits that uh, were pretty highly touted that are going to, I guess, bypass the, they're going to bypass Major League Baseball and come play at LSU, kind of like Dylan Cruz did, so uh, we're going to have that, but I don't know, just, uh, you know, outside looking in as far as the draft and, you know, the the remnants of that. I'd say Tigers got some 
some pretty good momentum going still even after the championship game. Maybe it's something to give us some high hopes for next year. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, successful draft, everything, you know, mission accomplished. I think that puts a nice bow on the on the finals, on the the last bit of baseball season. Um, you know, as if a uh as if a, a national championship wasn't enough. Now we have one and two, you know best pitcher best position player in the nation going uh going in the mlb draft so very cool on that scott totally agree with you on the um on the the uh pickups we have both in the transfer portal and uh, and you know people getting drafted and choosing to come to lsu um it feels like uh you know this is this is what we and i was actually i don't know if y'all saw last night um the uh the 2019 national championship was on SEC network. I saw some of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I watched, I watched the whole thing just cause you know, why not? And <laughs> at the end, of course, of course at the time, like nobody knows, you know, this is, it's in real time that they're commentating on this. And so they're talking about Ed Orgeron. Um, and, and as like, I think Joe Burrow is like about to take a knee or like, so it, it's, the game's pretty much over. They were talking about, you know, well, they took down Alabama this year. Uh, you know, they're recruiting well. Ed Orgeron's here. He's the he's the the guy and he gets it. He gets LSU. So, like, why not them? And, you know, this is going to be really great for their recruiting. They're going to be able to build on this. And, you know, don't watch out because LSU might be the new the new you know team. Uh, obviously, that didn't happen. And yeah. I feel like and we covered it on this podcast, but there were a lot of missed opportunities that we had. We didn't really take advantage of that, you know, best season of all time like we should have, you know, mm -hmm. the, the gosh, we came back the next year and like laid an absolute egg. Um, yeah. So I think that it's a, it was, it's a very, like we had a very similar baseball season to the 2019 football season, but J Jay Johnson is totally taking advantage of it already and take, and take, and, you know, taking those opportunities to one, sell the program to people who have the opportunity to make money, by going on signing a major league contract, going and playing in the minors, he has the equalizer of NIL. He's got a proven track record of showing, uh, I mean, Dylan Cruz, Tommy white, all these players who, who made good money through the NIL programs. Um, and then he's got the ring to show too. So very exciting for us. Um, I mean, Jay Johnson is Scott Woodward, I mean, is must be just ecstatic with the way that that hire has has worked out for him. Right. Uh, a big congratulations to Skeens and Cruz and all the rest of the players who were drafted. And I think almost all of them, except for maybe Christian Little, have decided that they're, they're staying. I know some is still in the air. I think they have until July 25th or something to decide. So a few may... I uh, look to report back to LSU, but yeah, like you said, Tommy, really big for the brand. Uh, I saw that LSU was actually the the powerhouse brand they were saying for baseball. They're already co-opting that for LSU's energy research and like their chemical engineering programs. Like we're uh, we're the powerhouse of energy, like for Louisiana. It's cool, honestly. Uh, yeah, so so they got the cross branding. Will Tate, I'm sure, has drummed that up, and it, the the smoke that. Dylan Cruz may have wanted to go second. I guess maybe it turned out to be true, but uh, both the Pirates and the Nationals got themselves great players. Can't really go wrong there. And I'm super excited to see what they do in the MLB and beyond, and hopefully they can be good advocates for the LSU brand going forward. As far as the high school um, reaches of the draft, 
LSU had a few players picked. Uh, Blake Mitchell was the only one who he was drafted eighth overall. And obviously he's going pro top top 10 is going to go. Yeah. Yeah. But the the other three, Jake Brown, Ashton Larson and Cameron Johnson, they were all four, four fifty and up and in, terms of picks so i think brown and johnson have already declared for lsu and i imagine the other one will is also uh kind of the the big news was cameron johnson who was actually higher rated coming out of high school than dylan cruz he was the number 11 overall player in, in high school but had a big fall in the draft uh i think mostly due to some injury concerns he, he hurt his elbow a little bit late in the season but he already throws 95 as a high school senior uh, left-handed pitcher and so Jay Johnson getting him to come to Baton Rouge is going to be huge and hopefully we'll plug in day one, maybe not as a weekend starter, but definitely as a role player and, and work into that role uh, later on in his career. So overall, I think a successful draft for the players, the coaches, LSU program and everybody in between. So uh, yeah, good things going on uh, for next year in the LSU baseball. Absolutely. And it's another uh, note on, on Cameron Johnson, Cam Johnson, however, he's going to be known moving forward, but yeah, the guy was the, like the number two left-handed pitcher in the country, uh, you know, injury aside, it was just, uh, it'd be really good to have a, a top rated left-hander on our staff. Uh, cause like you said, some LSU guys still have yet to make a decision. I think Ackenhausen was drafted, as well and one of the guys drafted i don't know if he's made a decision yet he's, but he's staying he is okay there you yeah, go you're right okay i forgot about him so um we will have some some you know a, a good cupboard if, of left-handers if he can if he can pitch like he did in that game against what that Wake one Forest? game right Wake Forest, oh, yeah. Gosh, like he'll be he'll be the next the next Paul Skeens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we have our our pitching coach obviously, and that's going to hopefully uh give him some breath in his pitching game. Uh but yeah, like they kind of came around towards the end of the season which we kind of hoped all of them would and looking forward to next year. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have some starters. We're going to have some bullpen guys that we're going to have to figure out, but I feel pretty good about that. Um, LSU also got, uh, like you said, Christian little sting. Um, what, what his ceiling will be remains to be seen. I don't know. I feel like if he could get it under control and just uh reach his potential he could be like a chase burns type of guy could be well yeah it remains to be seen he could be uh but we will we will see um chase burns i believe he was uh going to leave tennessee to go somewhere else right uh wake forest i thought it was rumored i don't know if it was finalized but there's just still a lot of um i mean i don't want to say you know, uh, you know, just teams moving around with each other, like, like incestual. I don't know if that's the word, but yeah, there's still a lot of things up in the air teams. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that's, that's still up in the air. Um, you know, LSU could still land some guys. Uh, they actually recently just got, uh, Mac Bingham from Arizona who he was a four-year starter with them. He was an outfielder, did pretty well. Uh, I mean, he was last this past year in 2023, he was batting 360, 10 homers, 51 RBIs. He was a four-year starter. And he was also the pack. He was on a, you know, the pack 12 all conference team. So I think LSU has got a good one there. They are, you know, going to have to replace at least one outfielder, you know, center field, of course. Uh, Wait, who's that? 
Uh, let's see. I, it's, I know I have it in my notes here somewhere. <laughs> I, I think it was drafted this past round. Uh, it was Dylan Cruz, of course. Uh, <laughs> I mean, not, not only like big shoes to fill in the outfield as far as glove, but you know, big bat to fill as well. Yeah. But um, you know, it's, it's like I said, he was a four year started Arizona. So uh, Jay Johnson knows the guy. And he knows Jay Johnson, so that's probably why he's coming here. Uh, I think it was a great move on his part, a good get for LSU. And in addition to that, um, LSU, uh, they also named an assistant director of player development, which I think is just pretty much going to be, you know, running the recruiting ranks for for LSU baseball. That's Terry Rooney. Uh, Jay Johnson named him. Uh, So we are, he's solidifying his staff. He's solidifying his roster. Um, I don't know. I think that's one of the things we talked about is, you know, what's LSU going to look like after this, this draft and, you know, guys moving on, but I, I think we're in pretty good position. Right. Yeah. And then on the, the transfer note as well, we had a couple other guys. So I think we didn't mention last episode, but we got UCLA left-hander Gage jump also, who I think is a red shirt sophomore. He missed all of last season with elbow surgery, but was kind of like good. that you heard. That's mm. what I was about to say. <laughs> Both from UCLA have very similar stories, missing all the season with injuries. And then they transferred to LSU. I'm sure Thatcher heard called up his friend and said, come on down after we won the national championship. Yeah. So uh, yeah, like, like you said, Jay Johnson really filling the, the ranks with these pitchers. And like we saw this year, you really can't have too many good ones jump well i guess you could say heard obviously had some struggles at the beginning of the season with control shaking the rust off adjusting to competition after being out for the year but he really came into his own especially in the postseason was big big for us so yeah. if jump can provide that type of production that's super good also and then uh if we can just we, ensure we gotta, that thatcher heard only pitches were at omaha i think he's gonna be a i mean he'll go number one overall next year or the year after mm-hmm. done deal Exactly. And then another pitcher, we got Cade Woods from Alabama, who was a a bullpen guy for them this past year, uh, but pitched 29 innings, had a a 5.5 ERA, which is kind of high, but uh, I mean, more bench depth. You can't really scoff at that. He's from uh, Louisiana, went to OCS, which is uh, Washaw Christian in Monroe, which is right down the road from where me and Tommy grew up. So uh, hometown guy happy to have him. And there's plenty of rumors about other players uh, coming to LSU as well. So the next time we record, we might be doing this segment again. True. Yeah. There's that one guy from Stanford, uh, Montgomery, I think it was, uh, right. did he land anywhere? Cause LSU seemed to be an option. Well, I don't know. It wasn't really determined where he might go, but did, did he already decide? No, not that I'm aware of, okay. um, but yeah, it, it could be a, yeah, Braden, Braden Montgomery, who was their shortstop at, at Stanford, was the Pac-12 freshman of the year. He's in the portal right now, and a lot of people are are pushing him to LSU, especially since that's the, a big hole that we have with Jordan Thompson, three-year starter, leaving. Uh, so he would basically be plug-and-play there. I'm sure Jay Johnson's got him on the phone all day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we got all that going on. LSU baseball just won a title, trying to reload for another one. Then you have... Um, you know, a lot of LSU players representing at the ESPYs, uh, some for recent, you know, this, uh, success from this college year. Uh, Jordan Jefferson actually got one uh, for, you know, play of the year, that that one catch, which I don't know, I guess we could have a subsect of where they're not or like a, a sidebar. If that was 
better than Odell Beckham Jr.'s catch. But uh, my question is, with you know all that's been going on in the last two or so months, you know you got the the Tigers baseball title, uh, the LSU women basketball just won a you know a national title. Uh, first time in year, both of those things have happened together, actually, at, at the same school. But then you had LSU football win the Western Division. We didn't win the Natty, but it, I, I think in year one of a new coach, winning the SEC title is just, uh, I think, probably beyond most of our realistic expectations. Especially so, where we came from. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean... It was we were not in a great place when no. Kelly took over. <laughs> no, two straight like five hundred or less seasons exactly, uh, and that that bowl game was just you know atrocious. Uh, yeah, but I mean it's it's understandable. We we lost a lot of guys. We had a a, a a wide receiver playing quarterback, and you know God bless him. He's LSU through and through. But you know the game was just bad. But Looking at this year, 2023, we'll include 20 whatever you know sports started their season in 2022. But I'm talking about football, Western Division, women's basketball, Natty, LSU baseball, Natty. Could you say that this is the best season overall for LSU sports? Or is there something else that you would want to make an argument for? Like in the, in the recent area, like since 2000. Let's 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 put it at that. Since two thousand, yeah. Overall, for LSU as a whole, I think it's hard to compete with two major sport national champions in one yeah. year. Although, I mean, the, the classic argument is that LSU is a football school, so one football national championship is worth basically all the rest Everything. combined. Yeah, and in that sense, yeah, twenty nineteen is is hard to beat, especially well, since we had I think decent years in a lot of the other sports that year as well. But in nineteen. 19- uh, we went to the uh, Super Regionals and lost to. That was our first pod. That our first first year podcasting. Who we lost to Florida State, mm-hmm. and then in basketball, the prior to our podcast, they had uh, we won the SEC in basketball with Trent oh, yeah. Waters. That's right. So and then and then the national championship too. So maybe twenty nineteen. Um. You could say that. I don't know. I th- Daniel, I think uh, you're right. Um, you can make an argument. I think you could. But, but I agree with you, Scott. I think this year with the women's and the way they won and Kim Mulkey and all that, and then you, and then you combine with, uh, with, I mean, with this baseball team, man, if we, if we have a marginally good bat, uh, baseball, uh, bat football season, we're going to, I mean, 2023 is going to be a, a, a year to remember. Yeah, yeah. Like the calendar year, not the seasons. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would say that there's a bit of an elevated pressure on Ryan Kelly to perform just because of that. Uh, I, I don't know how much he he feels it, but yeah, it's like the program as a whole is riding high and now football needs to come in and have the flagship, put their stamp on the year and perform and hold up their end of the bargain. It would be sad to see another six and six season or even really seven and five at this point. Uh, anything that or below is a pretty big failure, but uh, I'm cautiously optimistic there and we got a lot of talent returning. So hopefully Kelly can even build on uh, the, the big success he had last year. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not worried about that. I don't think he had ever had less than an eight win season at, at Notre Dame. Feel free to Google that quickly, but I, I don't, I don't think he ever had that much of a drop off. Cause like he won, 
I mean, Notre Dame didn't really have divisions to win except for those last, you know, a couple years with the ACC maybe. But uh, as far as coming in, winning the division, uh, even with that, I don't know that Brian Kelly feels any pressure. He's like, guys, this is what I do. I was doing it in Notre Dame, but the reason I came to LSU is because, you know, the, the talent level here, I could get different guys, and I think I can do it here. That's why I'm here. Boom. He won a SEC Western Division crown in his first year. And, you know, it's like we – you could say we really didn't have all of our pieces in place either. Yeah. Like Keishon Butte, you could get into that in a minute as far as what he's doing in his pro career. But, uh, you know, it's just that that, that wasn't what we thought it was going to be. Um, we were kind of depleted at running back, although Josh Williams was a great surprise. Uh, the guy is, uh, you know, he's going to be representing us here at uh, Media Days pretty soon, and he's totally uh, deserving. But, uh, yeah, just as far as what the, the roster was, we lost Mason Smith in like the first – quarter of the season quarter, yeah uh so First yeah <laughs> for, for what we did as far as like a season accomplishment with what we had i'd say we uh kind of overachieved on a first year head coach absolutely i i think we definitely overachieved and i think daniel you're right um i think that it's hard i mean it's definitely much harder to succeed at the level that at, at this level in college football than it is to succeed in baseball or, or basketball so um, you know, I, I think that now I just, I looked it up, um, the, right now the over under for LSU is six and a half. I think we win seven games, right? How can Wouldn't we that, not win seven? That games? was it last. That's what it was last year. And uh, yeah, for, that first game against Florida state is going to be huge. It's going to be different though. I think we crush them. I think we I do think too. we crush them. Well, although, I, I mean, there's a lot of hype coming out of, out of Tallahassee right now. They're sure. really excited about Jordan Travis. They think he's going to be a Heisman contender. Although, you know, from what I've heard, I mean, our quarterback, Jaden Daniels, heard he's different this year. What does that mean? Means you can't different. tell us. You can't. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I've just heard, man, he's different. Like he's throwing no, no, better. And <laughs> on a stick game with us, Tommy. Come on. <laughs> no, I mean, like I, I, I just, I've just heard he's having a better. He's improved uh, throwing the ball. He's improved making, de- you know, making decisions in the pocket and that kind of stuff. Just becoming a more complete quarterback and less of a running back who throws sometimes. Cybernetically enhanced. Glad <laughs> to hear that. Yeah, I mean, all the guy has to do is trust some of his uh, his reads, his decisions, his options, and he could go from what he was last year, which is great. I mean, he set records in the SEC, right? Like he, uh, or at least at LSU, he um, had the most rushing TDs of a quarterback with eleven. He was second only to Joe Burrow with like total yards and uh in the at, at lsu with 6039 uh so the guy did v- very well of course we we've made you know we we've highlighted on this podcast about some of the uh you know just trusting like him just opening up the passing game basically like he had a lot of yards rushing a lot of tds but it's like did he have to if if there was some progressions that maybe he missed so i i'm hoping that's what you're talking about as far as He's improved. He's different. What no, I think, I think it's, you know, it's, it's a, I mean, hopefully, and I think bet, yeah. best case scenario, you could say, I mean, look at, look at the, 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 um, uh, look at the progression that Burrow was able to have after one year in a system. 
it's yeah. it's very you know it's 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 uh challenging to go to a completely different system with different receivers and you know i mean atmosphere heat death valley sec sec west all this kind of stuff he played and he played well last year but um he's he's got i think he has you know all the talent to be able to to have to put together a very very good season for us um i think he's more he's probably one of the more physically gifted quarterbacks that we've had in a while absolutely um he's but the best running quarterback we've had since maybe jordan jefferson or Brandon Harris, maybe. Did, did you say Jordan Jefferson? Yeah. Nothing. We we had some issues with him. <laughs> no, I'm saying like as far like, as like as far a, as like a running quarterback. I got as you. far as like a, a talented you. like runner. You know what I mean? Like Burrow. Sure. Now Burrow could run with. I mean, I watched it last night. He could run with anybody. But I mean, he is a surgeon in the pocket. He's given given yeah. him the chance. He's like, I'd rather pick you apart than than run. Yeah. Um. I mean, I remember, I mean, Jordan Jefferson's game was kind of a weird, you know, read option kind of thing, but it was in the I formation, you know, the old Les Miles stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. And nothing against him. I, I just want to get that out there. I mean, he was kind of thrust into a situation as, you know, I'd say a few of LSU quarterbacks over the last eight years have been, you know, like kind of thrust into like, hey, we need somebody to go. And, you know, maybe they were ready. Maybe they weren't. Maybe they had supporting talent around them. Maybe they didn't. But, yeah, Jordan Jefferson was a good runner. I will definitely give him that. Um, but, yeah. Anything it's... else? Questionable. <laughs> sure. Plus, sure. Plus, Jaden Daniels has Garrett Nussmeyer breathing down his back. <laughs> yeah. It, and yeah. And Jordan Jefferson, who do you have behind him? Like, maybe Jarrett Lee. Who... Jarrett Lee occasionally. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, um, looking forward, as we as we kind of touched on earlier, uh, the SEC media days are actually upon us. They will they will start tomorrow, uh, Monday, and they are in. Is it's Nashville, right? Yeah, they yeah, moved back it. in Nashville. It's kind of interesting. I know it's like they got. I don't know, but maybe if they kept it there, that would be fine because they have football every year in Atlanta. They have baseball every year now in Hoover, although they've there's talks about moving it. But um, they had they, basketball every year in Nashville. Yeah. Right. Then they moved it, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's yes, exactly. So I don't know. Um, now, this is back in Nashville. So I don't know. I guess it's centrally located with all the uh, the conference schools. But anywho, uh, Brian Kelly's going to go there and he's going to take Jaden Daniels, Josh Williams and Makai Wingo with him. So LSU is going to be well represented. Um, it'd be interesting to hear what they say, looking on second year, you know, especially Brian Kelly. I mean, he's going to have a lot of questions for him. He's won the conference his first year around. What's, you know, what can he do for a follow-up call? Uh, same with Jaden Daniels. Um, I know he's going to have questions as far as, you know, how do you capitalize on year one? He had a lot of rushing, a lot of touchdowns uh you guys won the west but you know how do you elevate your game josh williams i guess i could say the same although i mean what the guy was a a walk-on and he became our starter and he's like he's he's a bull he like the guy can run he can run through people it doesn't look like it I, I, in that game like you said tommy i was watching some of it and it's just it's like there were some plays where clyde edwards hilarious it's just like he was just carrying guys or he was pushing yeah. them back and you just just looking at the stature of the two before the contact, you wouldn't think that would be the case, but he did. And I don't know. I feel the same uh, with Josh Williams and 
Um, I'm just kind of excited to see what he can do. Although I think this year we're going to have a lot more running back depth. We've, we had what we had before the postseason. Then we added a guy or two. Um, uh, I think we have Trey Bradford again, right? Third time's a charm. I think he's Uh, gone again though. What? I think he had to leave. Didn't he leave? uh, He'll come back. He'll, he'll probably yeah you're <laughs> yeah. right like before before the Tigers take the field there will be a Bradford on the team but I think I think he's on his third third leaving uh, I thought we had him again oh my god no we did no Scott you're not wrong we did have him again but I think okay. we lost him again I missed that tweet I guess <laughs> okay fair enough but anyway uh then we have Mikai Wingo who's uh showing up LSU's defense um who you know I know we lost some guys there but we're going to get Mason Smith back this year. Hopefully his, all his ligaments have been, you know, worked out, stretched. He's, he's good to go. He's not going to celebrate and miss the season again this year. That's all I'm thinking. I yeah, think, right? I I'm think ex- he's, he's, he's poised for a very big year. Uh, this is his money year. This is, yeah, he's going to be the leader of this defense. He's got that big, he's going to be wearing that big number zero. I'm excited about him. I feel right, like he the, hasn't has have have we seen him really live up to the uh, I mean the high I mean when he when he when he signed as a as a high schooler, he was the guy. I remember like following that class. I, I don't know if we've we've seen flashes of it, I guess his freshman year, but this is his real chance. I don't think he's got I don't think he's put enough on tape for him as of yet. Yeah, Mason Smith, for sure, one of the keys to our defense in the, in the season for him, stuff in the interior, along with Makai Wingo, like you said, at the SEC media days, because Wingo played surprisingly well for the transfer for Missouri, but you can see that was a position where we got worn down due to lack of depth as the games went on and the season went on, and so just to have multiple people in there rotating out and Mason Smith with the power and the athleticism that he does have at 100% will be super important, and I, I hope he has the season to where he can live up to that talent that he flashed but uh back to the the media days last year for brian kelly there was all the questions about uh, the family and, yeah his accent yeah like how are you going to fit down there in the bayou and uh, the culture and the program and all that stuff and i think he did a a good job addressing all that and now this year it's more on What's the plan on the field? How are we going to win? What's LSU going to look like coming off the 2022 season in a year where the SEC, obviously Georgia just won the national championship and you can never count out Alabama, but there are some questions. Both of those teams don't have their starting quarterback returning. Uh, Tennessee lost their quarterback as well. LSU, there's a lot of hype, but a lot of possibility also. So that's the type of questions that he's going to face. How can we take that next step? And I'm excited to see what he says obviously these things, there's a lot of kind of coach speak where they answer the question without really saying anything. It's yep. like, Oh, we're going to try our hardest and uh, we're hoping it's going to be a good year. And these guys are going to come out and fight, but I'm looking for a few gold nuggets. And I think those will be sprinkled in there and will be just enough to sate the LSU fans like us and to, to chew and discuss over, over the next couple of weeks. So should be fun. Uh, Saban always says some weird stuff. So look out for that. Uh, Kirby smart as well. Um, and yeah, they'll, they'll be talking about contingency repeat. Who's going to be coming up this year? Auburn with their coaching carousel. It's uh, and there'll probably be a lot of questions about the SEC expansion next year too, with Texas and Oklahoma coming in. 
So uh, always fun. And it means the football season's right around the corner. I do, yeah. um, you know, Daniel, I think you bring up a good point. I think Alabama, I'm not, maybe I might eat my words on this, but I feel like Alabama is vulnerable this year. I, I do not have faith in Jalen Milrow. And I know they they picked up the guy from uh, Notre Dame, um, they, they that transfer quarterback that Tommy Reese kind of like that was like his guy. Yeah, Tyler um, Buckner. Yeah, I don't know if I, I mean I think that right now Milrow is the is the uh, kind of penciled in starter, but they don't. I think this is the first time really since, gosh, like, that's the first time since Jalen Hurts that they don't have like a okay that's the starter and he's gonna be. He's going to be very, very good. I I can't think of a I can't think of you know a time since then. Yeah, I mean the only one that would come to mind, but that's only because I don't you know we don't haven't done the talking tide yet. So yeah. the only thing I can think of is maybe after uh, what was it Hertz left? There was Mac Jones who I didn't really follow, but the guy stepped in, almost won a Heisman, won a national yeah. championship. You know it was the COVID season, but I I, I don't really. I wouldn't count he that was, against I him. Yeah, he was yeah it, didn't, it didn't affect how he played, yeah. you know? So, but yeah, again, it was like his first year at the helm and he delivered. So uh, you'd either have to expect that or kind of like a season last year where, eh, you know, it's kind of subpar as far as their program standards are. But For- anywho, um, yeah, really interesting to see, you know, we're not going to have Mike Leach to, to drop some uh, funny quip around, uh, there's going to be some, you know, some other stuff missing. It's different year, but yeah, it is interesting to see if Brian Kelly says something different, says something that kind of perks our ears. Cause, uh, you know, as far as the fans go and the media, you know, he, he overachieved that first year. It was great. We won the division. We probably, you know, I don't know. It's, we, we thought, well, maybe could we make the playoff, but Georgia humbled us pretty well kicked our butts in the sec title game but still just to be there um that was just a, a treasure honestly yeah. so uh again if we can get there again i think brian kelly will have submitted himself you know um because i think he would only have still more room to go up from there very high ceiling but um yeah i, I don't know i think it depends all on uh you know what happens with uh, Jaden Daniels and what is now going to be his, you know, who's going to be his go-to guy. His receiving core has changed a little bit also, but I, I don't know. I, I think all that we, we will find out in the first week, probably since we got Florida state down at the, was it the it's camping, not, world, it's stadium. Citrus, camping stadium. world? Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a, part of the whole series of games that weekend, but it's basically, it's interesting. I don't know if this is, I don't know. To me, it's like a, a, a coincidence coincidence with numbers as far as how FSU, that was the last game they played in that stadium. And that was the last game LSU played in that stadium last year. And it's going to be both of our first games for the next year against each other. Can't, can't script it any better. Wait. So FSU played who in that stadium? Where did they play in that stadium? Uh, I forget. It was the Camping World Bowl game. We oh, played they, in. Yeah, we, they, there's like, this they, Camping World Bowl, and then there's also the Citrus Bowl. Correct. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, that is Cheese It Bowl. 
cheese it which is now the pop tarts bowl <laughs> oh yeah i forgot about the cheese it bowl did remember we would garrett, do the cheeses after every score and garrett nussmeyer got to stay in the cheese room and That's people right. were like oh that means he's transferring <laughs> <laughs> no that that's the best type of that's the best type of speculation <laughs> absolutely um but yeah we're beyond that now um it's just going to be who shows up that first game and what that first game looks like i think you know fellas you won that game and they won it in convincing fashion that'll kind of set them on a good pace for the rest of the year um i, I think that's a very important game for us that's yeah. I, in my in my mind that's almost a, I, I mean is it a must 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 win no, because you know, like we showed mm, last year. Uh, you well, know, I, I think year. it's a must-win. I'll say that. I'll say it is. Okay. Yeah. I mean, say it is. We we showed last year that we could we can lose that game, lose a very embarrassing game to Tennessee, but win against uh, Alabama and, and beat you know the other and, and beat, beat the other competition in the West. I guess with the exception of A and M, and make it to Atlanta. And again, like we talked about it last year, if we win in Atlanta. We're in the playoff. If you win the SEC, you're in the playoff. So, um, I think uh, I yeah I don't I wouldn't say it's a must like a hundred percent lock must win, but I'd put it at like ninety percent. You know, I think I think that's one that Brian Kelly really needs to make a statement because it was such it left everybody with such a bad taste in their mouth last year. Yeah, um, it just it it drops your playoff chances significantly. Like we'll say this is just making numbers up, but if LSU has a 10% chance of making the playoff, you lose that game to Florida state and you're immediately down to like maybe two or 3% chance like to, to get in. So yeah, it's rough. So you really want to step out on a good foot there. Yeah. Well, not only that, it's just the way the last season ended. It's like, we, I, I don't know. They, I feel like we still could have had that game. We just, it didn't end. Didn't end it in the proper way, like we did against Alabama, which is why I think, uh, you know, this, this team, why, you know, this past year is arguably one of the better, you know, years for LSU sports, because, you know, who couldn't watch that LSU Alabama game highlights over and over again, particularly, yeah. you know, the, the going for two in, in overtime. So I, uh, I, you know, nothing can top that really. However, beating Florida state in that first game, I don't know. I think that'll, that'll do it. That'll get us on the, that'll get us in the conversation. That'll kind of get you to that echelon. Cause you know, if you're, it's like, if they put you up there to the beginning of the season, now you're just working your way down as to where if you're not in the conversation at all, it's kind of hard to get hop back into it. Cause you know, no, the, you're, de you definitely losing that first game. I mean, puts you in a huge hole and you need help from other people. Like we got help from, we got help from Tennessee last year. We got help yeah. from, I mean, we got hurt. We got hurt badly against Tennessee at home, but we got a lot of help from them by beat when they beat Alabama. Kind of yeah. took them off a notch. So um, you're right. I, I, I think setting off a a solid, convincing win week zero, week one, um, it's important. But it's not the it's not the you know don't pack it up. We're not packing it up and going home if we. Right. <laughs> you know, it's like okay, right. better luck next year. Yeah, because, you know, for, for a lot of that season, too, it's like, well, we lost to Florida State by one point at the last second because we missed a kick. Uh, and they did pretty pretty well themselves throughout the year. I think that was, you know, it's I, I hate using it this way, but, you know, it was a quality loss as yep. you look at it. So, anyway, 
Um, but again, I, I don't think that should be the issue for us. It's going to be a quality win for I 2023. So. A convincing uh, win. It right. might, it, yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I don't know. I think that was all we had for football. I don't think there was any like groundbreaking signees or transfers since we last recorded. Correct me if I'm wrong though, guys. Um, but I was just going to kind of mention some, you know, former LSU Tigers doing great in the world. One of which, you know, the, the SBs, uh, you know, Jordan Jefferson had the one, one for the, his catch, you know, some LSU Justin. Tigers. Yep. That's right. Sorry. <laughs> Tommy got me thinking about it. Um, <laughs> I triggered yeah, Scott. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, Angel Reese got one for the, uh, the best breakthrough athlete. Although I don't know. I thought she was, good already that's why she was transferring was just to maximize <laughs> her talent but anyway um tigers did all that but uh moving to beyond uh this the at least the american sports arena going across the pond as daniel kind of hinted at earlier uh there's a former tiger that won the wimbledon's doubles match men's doubles champion do you have his name do you want to say his i'll give it to you yeah, okay, uh, nice. Niels. I just didn't know how to say it. Is it Skupski? Skupski. Pretty sure, yeah. Skupski. Niels Skupski, who is actually at LSU back in the Les Miles days. What was he? he was there from 08 to 12. Um, and he's actually the only second Brit in the open era, which I think they consider since 1969 and beyond, uh, the only second Brit to win the uh the men's doubles champion but he did that with wesley kuloff who is from the netherlands um i i don't know if i'm saying that right either but congrats to them uh tigers representing beyond and across the pond so you got that too yeah that, that was cool and then actually his dad was in the stands decked out in full lsu gear and oh, really? see, like, in, yeah in the post game like interviews and stuff he's right there with the purple lsu hat like right in the background Man, so the, cool. the the brand is everywhere across the pond at the all england club uh and coming to a stadium near you so so look out <laughs> yeah. and congrats to him well daniel I, you know and and you're so right and you know this is something your grandmother has always said about how when you go you know you go to the airport and if you're wearing an lsu hat or somebody's wearing an lsu shirt like it's an instant connection and you know there people always want it people always have like a comment or something to say about you mm-hmm. know when you're wearing your lsu stuff it's it's i feel like it is a little bit different than other schools and it shows how much the brand means you know um so good for him that is I, man i missed the uh I'm, i didn't i saw the win and i was excited that that he won i missed the dad i want to go i want to go back and look for that same same here I, I didn't see the dad was decked out in the gear so i'll have to go back and look at that uh but yeah man i was uh it's just a great week great two weeks since you know we had a bye obviously but uh just a, a great week all in all for for LSU sports for for life in general what else we got i think Anything? that's about it yeah. we'll, we'll have the sec media days recap in our next episode i guess it'd be two weeks from from now but yeah i'm excited about that same Tommy, yep. any 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 parting any thoughts? Party thoughts. Um, just say, man, it's hot. I'm ready. For, <laughs> you know, I'm ready for football season. I'm ready for fall because of football season. I'm ready for, but I'm ready for fall because it has been consistently like a hundred degrees every day for the past two weeks. So 
I'm ready for it to get a little bit cooler. I don't mind the heat. I played golf in it yesterday. Played 18 holes. It was fine. Like I, I got through it. But it's hot. Yeah. No, it's this this weekend particularly is supposed to be one of the hottest in US history. Uh they were talking about maybe reaching or tying or I don't know about breaking, but the like the heat record up in uh, Death Valley in California like it was going to get up to 130 oh, really? over there. Yeah. I mean it's Gosh. it should set records across the country this weekend. I don't know if it did. I haven't checked the weatherchannel.com lately, but yeah, it was supposed to be over 100 you know, in the teens for certain areas, twenties for certain areas. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's not just you. It's, it's all across the country this week for whatever reason. Yeah. But anyway, um, but yeah, that'll pretty much do it. Uh, it's hot here, but it'll probably cool down right before football season starts, but then it's going to start heating back up for you and we're going to have it. Uh, so stay tuned with us. We'll, we'll follow up with you folks again in, uh, another week or so, and we will have, all the things that have come and transpired since our, our recording today, uh, just to catch you up and to look forward to what's coming up on the horizon. So until then, stay safe, stay tuned, and we will talk to you next time on Pop